Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back. It's What We Said Podcast Friday. We are here to give you advice like we always do on the last Friday of the month. And... I'm ready for it. I'm ready for these ready. questions. They're good. I read over them and I'm excited to dive into it. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're new, hello and welcome to the Valley Girl Gang. We're so we're so lucky and happy to have you guys. Mm-hmm. Chelsea and I just got home from St. Bart's, but we are keeping with our current schedule, which is this is an advice column. And we know if we start talking about our trip, we're going to talk about it for 40 minutes mm-hmm. and then... The episode's going to be basically over. So we want to give the advice, you know, it's moment. So we're doing a, we're going to do a recap, a life update and a recap on next Tuesday's episode in in a few days. We'll tell you all about our trip. We have lots of stuff to share. So that'll be really fun. But we're still, we're still fighting the jet lag a little bit because it was a three, well, it was a three hour time difference. Yeah. It it just felt the travel day home was a little long, but it was so long. We're recovering from, Mm -hmm. or I feel like I'm recovering from still. We came home to a hurricane. I was so shocked when I looked at my phone the day we were coming back and my mother-in-law was like, hey, are you guys going to be okay? And it was like, hurricane going to hit Southern California. And I was like, what the freak? I had not heard a thing about it. And I texted Nick. I'm like, are we any, like, somewhat prepared for are we in <laughs> a natural disaster? Yeah. And he's like, I'll get gas. I'll get water. I think like we'll be fine where we are. But yeah. We, I think a lot of places that weren't necessarily coastal, like LA, Orange County, I think were decently safe from a lot of the damage, but places where, okay, this is what Nick was telling me. Apparently there's a channel and it goes kind of right over the coast of where Orange County and LA is. There's like a channel. I don't know what the freak that means, but that's why we never get hurricanes or like things like that because something's like blocking it. So it either goes up and around, like if there is a, hurricane or tropical storm, it either goes around and like out back into the ocean or it goes more like inland. Mm. And so luckily we're safe there. But I think a lot of places, like I saw Palm Springs was flooded pretty bad. And Mexico, I think got a like a hard hit, but it was so, people did not know what to do with themselves in Southern California. We did not know. No, we didn't know how prepared <laughs> know what to, to really be, but yeah, we got home and I was like, well, let's at least get groceries just in case it's like the roads are flooded and we can't mm-hmm. go get food or something. So we prepped, we stocked up with some groceries and stuff. But after the first day of it, I was like, oh, like how much worse is it going to get in life? Like that was it. Like that's as bad as I think it's going to get. I was like, oh, okay. So we, we were in rained. a good place. Yeah. It just rained really hard. It was, pre- was kind of windy where we are specifically. But Yeah. Everyone stay safe out there. Yeah, seriously. It was, I was just scrolling on TikTok and people were like, California, like Southern Californians are so unserious about everything. Delulu. They're like not prepping. They're like, who cares? Like everyone else is like, are you ready? Like Southern California doesn't get hurricanes. It's just a thing. Like in 30 something years, there hasn't even been a warning of a hurricane. So that's why people were freaking out. They're like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And then when it hit, when it was just raining, they're like, oh, so bad. Yeah. Like, oh, TikTok really shows you the nitty gritty. I know. what's going on. Life was very unbothered the whole time, which yeah. was comforting, but also worrying. Oh, Nick literally went to the golf store. He's like, I'm going to go. I'm like, you're driving in this? He's like, yeah, it's fine. Like, probably not going to be that many crowds. I'm like, okay. No, I saw someone sent me this TikTok. It was like, 
a hurricane warning and then Southern Californians and it's like them surfing. And yeah. I was like, no, 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 that's, that it was Leif. Yeah. He's like, uh, we're going to go out. I'm like, mm, in the hurricane? Yeah. He's like, no, it's fine. Like the waves are really good. Was texting me via voice text from his watch. The waves are the best. <laughs> Literally out there for hours. The waves looked huge. I saw huge. some TikToks and it was terrifying me. As um, Leif, Leif has a bone to pick with how I imitate his voice on the podcast. He gets <laughs> Really How did offended. you just say it? I was like, the waves are the best. He's going to hate it so much. He's like, that wasn't that great. bad. Well, the first time was a little worse. You could, oh, <laughs> you could have been way worse. Yeah. You could have given him a real surfer voice. And I never get waves like, were gnarly, the bro. waves were sick, dude. That's what he sounded like, guys. No. That's exactly um, how he talks, actually. <laughs> it's, I literally, it sounded like I just <laughs> called him on the phone. No, he's always like, cool. You're painting me out to be like the, <laughs> the voices that I give him. <laughs> He's like, bye. That is not ever how I say it. Because you know what it is? What you guys, kind of you guys story know this about be? him. Exactly. That's what I told him. It's show business. There's a reason that, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? You gotta, you gotta do it up when you're telling a exaggerate. story. That's called, yes, you gotta exaggerate. That's what makes a good story. So if I'm not gonna exaggerate or do any sort of voices and just be very realistic, it loses the comedy and it loses the... Yes. The whole thing. How, do you think I've ever told a completely true story on this podcast without exaggerating <laughs> to the, the highest extent that I possibly could? And he, so especially anyway. halfway through the story, if I know it's not funny, I'm like, okay, well, I've got to add yeah, a little spice, a little out of detail or something in here. <laughs> exactly. You got to make it hit right. So anyway, he's always like, oh, great. When he hears, hears me impersonating him on the podcast, he's like, that is not how I talk. I'm like, correct. But that is what makes it comedic. Yeah. So we got to deal with it. Yeah. Just live with it. It is what it is. What were you going to tell me about the house? Oh, oh, JC sent me a photo of like a house that's for rent. Because I've heard that's the best way to do it. Okay. You don't, Zillow, Trulia, all of those, they're overrated. You have to find someone who just puts up like a for rent sign outside of their house because they're low key, you know. Well, You're it not just gives be you a better chance. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. And usually it's just the owner. It's not like a big property management or something. So it's mm -hmm. just a better scenario. So JC sent me like a photo of a cute house. She's like, hey, this like house is really cute. It's in a cute neighborhood. I drove by. And I saw it for a rent. I was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. And she like sent me the number or whatever. So I, first of all, let me just say the feature on the photo, like Apple photos where you can copy and paste things from photos is incredible. How did I ever live without that feature? It's so nice. Oh my gosh. It's so nice that I could just copy and paste from the photo. Anyways, so I, ca I called him. Yeah, I called yeah. him today. And he's like, hey. And I'm like, hi. I'm like <laughs> calling to inquire about your property, blah, blah, And he's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that one. I'm like, okay, so unprofessional. So nonchalant. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, it's this much a month, like huge backyard, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, amazing. I was just wondering if I could see some photos of it or something because I couldn't find any online. Like letting him know I tried to put an effort, you know, yeah. not just asking him to do everything for me. But anyways, he's like, yeah, yeah, I can, I'll send some stuff to you. Like, let me just text you or can you text me your number? He's like, you know, there was a hurricane yesterday. So I'm just like recovering. Oh. I was like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, yeah, we're in the desert and like, I'm just exhausted. So I'm like, okay. Oh, I'm taking it out <laughs> on you. Well, I'm trauma dumping on me. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I was like, oh yeah, I get it. Totally. He's like, yeah, so just text me. I'm like, okay, bye. And I get off. I'm like, okay, so we love a king who sets boundaries. Like, he's like, I'm not really working today. Like, I'm exhausted. There's a hurricane. I'm like, first of all, I also live here. Like, I don't Is know he, where you he live. he says he's in the desert, he, maybe he was in Palm Springs. But his phone number said Beverly Hills. Hmm. But maybe, Maybe yeah. he lives there now or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, desert, he probably was exhausted. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I'm like, it's literally a Monday on like 3 p.m. I'm not like trying to. I'm calling after hours. Really mad at me. <laughs> like, okay, so sorry, sir. <laughs> like I texted him. I was like, whenever you have time. Like me, a people pleaser. <laughs> just bend, just bends over backwards. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Whenever you have time, be safe. <laughs> Hope you recover well. Oh, we love the honesty. Yeah. He was like, I'm tired and by not me. in the mood today. Yeah. You're like, okay. That is so funny. Did he send you any photos yet? No. Oh. I just texted him. I was told him to send me when he can. I wonder if someone lives there. Because I it feel looked... like it. Because it's not available for like another month or two. Oh, yeah. That's true. So I feel but like I, it probably means there's The shades there. were down when I was... Um, oh, really? Which I guess doesn't mean that no one lives there. But maybe they're out of town or maybe they just... 
I don't know. I, Maybe it looked kind of it? abandoned a little bit. Hmm. Interesting. Not abandoned, but it, there were like haunted. no cars. It like looked <laughs> disgusting and haunted. <laughs> it was decrepit. No, there they were. There were no cars in the driveway. Am I okay? No. <laughs> and all the shades were down, mm. so it just looked like no one was definitely at least home. Interesting. Yeah, Stay I wonder. tuned. Maybe I can just go see it, but I figured for that journey in there. See, but that could be best case scenario where, you know, he's just really open. Yeah. He's like a chill guy, potentially. For sure. But you know what? For anyone wondering, no, I am not over the house on that one street that I talked about that a long time ago that I didn't that get. That she is now the watcher. I am the watcher. <laughs> I literally drive by that house sometimes. Like, not out of my way, but, you know, when I'm running errands, I'll be like, oh, it's just a street down. I'll just like drive by it. And I'm like, oh, I can't get over it. Like, I, I actually drove- can't. People are like, you'll get over it. I'm like, I, it's been months and I am not over it oh, at no, all, no, actually. No. Like, I still think I told Nick, I'm like, don't you just think like, no, we're supposed to be in that house. Like, I cannot give it up. Chelsea, I'm like, not to make this worse, but it is perfect. It's perfect. <sighs> it's so painful. cute. Just like the outside, the vibes, everything is so cute. I, there is so nothing painful. worse than that. No, I it is so painful. You're like, I'm the rightful owner. I don't understand. Like, it's really hard. For, I feel like a, a two-year-old having a temper tantrum where I cannot let go of it. Maybe that means it'll be yours one day. <laughs> Who knows? The solution to any problem, hold on tightly to control as much <laughs> as you can and you'll get what you want. It That's what I'm hoping for. Intuition. That's what I'm hoping for. If I let go of it emotionally. If you guys were wondering what food Queen Lady Carlson eats. It is the farmer's dog. She has been eating the farmer's dog food for years now and she loves it so much. And I must say she's a very healthy, active girl. So we absolutely love the farmer's dog. They make and deliver fresh, healthy dog food. It is developed by vets, nutritionally balanced and made from real healthy ingredients to human food safety standards. It's the best option for dogs at all life stages because it's not kibble, it's not canned goo, it's just real healthy food. Traditional dry and wet dog food options are highly processed and they can use much lower quality ingredients than they claim to. And they're extremely difficult to portion accurately. I love the farmer's dog because I feel like it just kind of takes all the, honestly, like guesswork out of things. You know it's healthy, it's fresh, it's delivered right to your door, it's personalized for your dog. It just kind of makes everything easier and I feel like I can rest easy knowing that it's just very good for a lady to be eating and it's like human-grade food that you can actually see the real pieces of food in it. So it's not just some like dry, smelly stuff, you know? The farmer's dog isn't just fresh, higher quality food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their nutritional needs. This makes it easy to help your dog maintain their ideal weight, which is one of the biggest indicators of a full, healthy life. Dogs at a healthy weight can live up to 2.5 years longer than overweight dogs. A fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits from healthier coat and skin to better breath, even easier digestion and smaller, better poops. A healthy diet isn't just important for humans. It doesn't matter if your dog is young or old. It always is the right time to begin investing in their health, helping you live more healthy, happy, and full years together. That means more magical moments with your dog, but no actual magic required. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash what we said. Plus, you get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash what we said. Go to thefarmersdog.com slash what we said to get 50% off your first box plus free shipping. Go check it out. We are talking about a new sponsor that we've not talked about yet. That is Grammarly. Okay. This is a big sleigh. I need this in my life so badly. And I wish that this was around when I was in college or in high school writing essays. And I was trying to get that word count in and I was trying to be creative and I was trying to, you know, use the right terms and make it sound smart and grammatically correct. Would have saved me a lot of time and it would have probably saved me a grade or two. Grammarly is an AI-powered writing assistant that helps you from start to finish, including starting ideas, paraphrasing, and even citing your sources. So maybe you write a sentence that sounds too wordy. You're like, I don't know what's wrong with this. Grammarly can help you. Best of all, you can start using it for free right now. So if you are a student right now, this is obviously for you. When you're stuck with starting your paper, Grammarly can help you kick things off with ideas, outlines, and even tips. You can build 
like an essay, lab report, a research paper outline, and it will help you write a strong thesis statement. It's easy to polish your essay, so Grammarly can help you paraphrase and rewrite instantly and just kind of simplify it, improve it, make it more academic, if you will. Also, if you need feedback on your essay, you can ask Grammarly to provide ideas for improvement or identify any gaps in your paper. I feel like this is such an invaluable thing to offer when you're in school and you're just struggling or if you're, especially if you're feeling burnt out of a specific project and you're just like, I could use a little bit of help right now. So Grammarly is your essential tool to make the grade. It works where you do. So Google Docs, Microsoft Word, and more for free. You can personalize your voice to make sure that your writing is tailored to the reader for every paper and project. You will wonder how you ever lived without Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash students to download and learn more about Grammarly. That is G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash S-T-U-D-E-N-T-S. Go check it out. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Do you, I'm going completely off tangent. I'm done. Um, I need to be done. <laughs> I need to be done. Do you ever listen to the Andrew Huberman, like Huberman Lab podcast? Mm-mm. Mm, okay, never mind. I thought you were going to say Andrew Tate. I'm like, whoa. Please. <laughs> um, I, I'm just starting to listen to it, but people are obsessed. Uh, who is that? Andrew Huberman. Is he like a comedian he's, or something? No, no, no. He's not a comedian. He's like a, um, hold on. Let me look up exactly what his credentials are. He's a podcaster and neuroscientist. He has like a Why more did they put podcaster before neuroscientist? I don't know. I think his podcast is very successful. It's the Huberman Lab podcast and it's like, he goes based off of, I think, he's just like an expert in a lot of different, you know, the brain and whatever else. Oh, he's a professor of neurobiology at Stanford. Wow. Smarty boy. Anyway, he has a podcast and I always see people jokingly being like, he is daddy. Like he is ultimate. <laughs> so I, I started listening, but I just wondered if you ever listened because I was going to post on my Instagram and be like, what are your favorite Huberman Lab episodes specifically. That's what the podcast is called, Huberman Lab. Okay. Yeah. And it's all like, well, there's there's a bunch of different things, but it's it's more like self-help, you know, learning vibes. Hmm. And he has different guests on and stuff too. But anyway. Nice. Stay listen. tuned for my journey with that. I, <laughs> I literally started listening today. So, well, actually I listened to one episode a few weeks ago that was good too, but. Hmm. Anywho, nice. I need to new. I need to listen to new podcasts too. Yeah, I just switch up my roundup. The way that I bounce back and forth between being so repulsed by self help content to being diving in it. and being feral for it is not okay. Yeah, I'm the same way. I will go on a. I will listen to like seven podcasts a day, just like about the most random topics, and I'm so intrigued. And then the next week, I'm like, no, I couldn't care less. No. I'm like, I want to- Give me pop culture trash. Yes. I want trash in my brain. Yeah, same. But I, today I randomly had like a hankering for yeah. some self-help information. Mm. Tomorrow I'll probably not be into it anymore. We'll see. Mm. You got to go with your, your moods, you know? You got to find Which, what hits by that By the way, we, like Love Island US this season Ugh. is feeding us. With drama, and I love it. I know we can't talk we about can't it because talk about it's it. so overdone. No, it's not overdone. It's late. no, yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's overcooked by the time we talk about it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've we will talk about it, and then we'll have a week's worth of. By the time this goes up, it's like we'll know so much. People more. won't even be in the villa anymore. Yeah. Oh, I know. But there's so much good stuff that's happened between just so I'm much. So let me just say, I'm so happy. Spoiler alert: that Keenan went home, even though oh KK gosh. had to leave with him. I'm very happy he's gone. Like he needed to go. He needed to go. He was he, done. He needed to cleanse that villa of his energy. And I also will say I love that Leo is well. Again, hopefully this doesn't change in the next couple of days. But I love that Leo is having to like suffer the consequences of his actions. Yes. I feel like so many times on Love Island specifically, guys will do that to girls. They'll like make out with another girl, or they'll straight up cheat on them or something like that disrespect them embarrass them and the girl will always come back after the guy writes an effing poem like yeah it does write a the poem. bare minimum yeah he's like please i love you so much and he's like, like oh, okay yeah he's like 
roses are red. I'm sorry. Yeah. That didn't. You mean so much. Yes. It's like. And they're like, they Aww. fold immediately. No one's ever written a poem about me. He cheated on you, bitch. <laughs> like, why are you going back to him? And I love that Cassie didn't go back to him. I and love she's, it. Because here's the thing. Men need to learn that even though, yes, he is sorry and he feels bad for what he's done, doesn't mean that he gets what he wants. No. There are consequences to your actions, even if you're sorry. That's just how life is. And I feel like men specifically need to that, learn. need to learn that. Like Keenan, I wish he would have learned that. But no, he literally messed up a million times and he does not learn. He just feels bad and feels guilty and defends himself and then thinks that that makes everything better when it doesn't. Because it, quote unquote, worked. Yes. With KK because she took him back, oh, unfortunately. Oh, that was the most shocking <sighs> thing. of. Uh, we were so excited for movie night. We were like, Yes, Keenan's gonna get what's coming to him. It showed him. He didn't him, even care. And he, she was more in love with him after. Like, you're perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Girly. Literally obsessed with him after that. I'm like, what is happening? No, it's I. It's actually cannot. sad to watch, kind of. It is. And I was actually looking at, I couldn't find his Instagram. I'm like, did he literally, literally deactivate? Probably. He probably I, got so much hate. He probably got so Not much hate. Not one person hate. likes him. No, but I, I was looking for, I looked her up. Let me see. Okay. She's perfect. It's so annoying. She's gorgeous and perfect. Hold on. Guess how many followers she has on Instagram? 175. Okay. Really? I don't, I'm People shocked. People must not have liked her then because she kept going back to Keenan. Well, and I feel like she probably had, you know what? I had followers before because I was looking at her Instagram and like she was kind of posting like I with bet, brands. I'm like, what? Does I no actually, one watch this show? I actually bet it's not as big as the UK where it's like the UK people are like, celebrities when they're done. I'm I bet sure US it's not. is just like, oh yeah. But that kind of shocked me. I'm like, she is like one of the main yeah. people on the show. Hmm. I would have thought, I don't know. That just kind of surprised me. Wait, she has a story up. Let's see. Not with Keenan. Uh, not with Keenan. Staying tuned. Yeah. We'll see what this week brings. I'm very nervous for tonight's episode. Oh wait, she tagged him. Not him having more. Why does he have 52K? No. You're joking. No. Maybe no. He, maybe he already had. Why would he? Well, it looks like he's a football player. Even worse. Oh my god. What is, what does he play for? Okay, well, like, like neighborhood college. club. Oh. College football player. How old is he? I have no idea. Is if he's 21. I thought he was like 30. No, I think he's like 21. No, oh sorry, I'm thinking of Leo. Leo's 22. I actually have no idea how old he is. Yeah, I thought he was older, actually. Mm, staying tuned for their journey. I mean, would love for it to work out. At the beginning, I thought they were cute until he screwed up a million times. A million times. And would literally gaslight her. Now, you can just tell a vibe. You can. It's it's not it. Yeah, it's not it. Okay, well, we're going to get into your advice. Questions. Can't wait. Can't wait. I'll go first. Okay. Me and my boyfriend dated for two years before breaking up a little over six months ago. And we just barely got back together. But while we were on a break, he and his girl best friend hooked up. A girl best friend I was insecure about our entire relationship. <laughs> After we got back together, he mostly cut her off. Mostly. mostly. But they still talk time to time. Mm -hmm. IDK if I have any right to say anything because I'm the one who ended things in the first place. But I'm still insecure about their relationship. What should I do? I don't like that they talk mm -hmm. at all, honestly. Mm -hmm. I don't see that. I don't. This is the thing. Sure, he can. I'm sure it's harmless. But what's the point? Yeah. What are you trying to, like, keep up? I mean, you kind of ruined it when you hooked up. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's gone now. It's no, like, okay. That's like you talking to an ex. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Donald. He would not be down if you were doing that. If you hooked up with one of your guy friends and you and that guy friend still talked. I think you have the right to say something. Oh, for sure. Because, because they hooked up. If it was just an unfounded thing where you're like, I just don't want you talking to her. And there was, like, no real reason other than you were insecure. I feel like that would be harder, but they hooked up. I feel like that's enough reason to say I'm not comfortable yeah. with you still chatting with her all the time. Yeah, and if you need to, you know, throw out that example. Like, what if I, you know, make him understand? What mm -hmm. if I was doing that with a guy and blah, 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 see how he would like it? How long were they broken up? Six, Six months. months. Not that would irk me. That mm -hmm. would irk me, that would irk so, me so bad. bad. Forever, too. Yes, I would forever. I would never be able to let no, that go. No, she's not coming to the wedding. I'm sorry. No. I don't like her. not. Okay, what are your thoughts on dating someone for eight months and know I love you? What's an average time huh. frame of when you heard I love you from your significant other? I will never say it first. <laughs> okay, okay, Slay. Eight I, months of dating I, seriously and he's not said I love you? 
I think that's a little surprising. That's a long time to me. Yeah. That's how many weekends? Eight times four? 32. <laughs> 32, 32 weekends, maybe times two if you hang out twice a weekend. 64 times you've hung I, out and I spent time together? I think that's a bit long to not. I mean, yeah. every relationship's different. So you can't really, you can't put a time frame on saying I love you. But but uh, you also can. <laughs> but eight months seems kind of long. To yeah, not it does know. seem long. Think about these people on Love Island. They are literally yeah. with each other for two months and they say it within a few weeks. Yeah. I think that Leif told me he loved me within... I feel like it takes uh, a couple two months. Two to three months of dating. Yeah. I can't remember which month it was. I was going to say, I feel like it's an average of like, if you are dating and like, okay, you guys are really dating. Not just like, oh, we, you know, hang out every couple weeks for a couple months. We're just yeah. talking. If you're in the, you're dating each other. Like you've made it official, your boyfriend and girlfriend for eight months. I'd say that's a pretty long time. Yeah, for sure. That's a long time to not say it. It's like he doesn't even... Usually you, you want to say urge. it. You yeah, get the you're urge. like, I have to tell you. It feels weird to not say it because it's so, like, I remember before, I I remember feeling the same where I'm like, oh, I don't want to say it first. But also I would feel myself wanting to, like we'd be on the phone and I'd want to be like, bye, I love you or something. Yeah. I remember getting the urge and that's how you know mm-hmm. it's coming. Yeah, I wonder if you feel like you love him and you mm-hmm. just don't want to say it. <gasps> That's actually so scary to tell someone that you love them and like not know if they're gonna oh my say gosh, it back. Terrifying. Aww. But I feel like it's that's like, almost not a good sign. It's like you should yeah. be confident in knowing that they yeah. probably love you too. Yeah. Except for when Nick told me he loved me, I broke up with him the next day. Isn't that so bad? Sometimes I think about that. I'm like, but it was just, it was a sign to me that I was like, it's too serious and I'm not ready for this yet. And you didn't say it back. No. Isn't that <gasps> so sad? That's so sad. Imagine you tell someone you love them and they break up with you the next day. I mean, to to be fair, I was like, what else am I going to do? Keep dating him and not say it back? Like, I just, I'm no, I don't feel that right now. So I'm breaking up with you. I'm oh not ready. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But, but look, it all, it all worked out. I did tell him I loved him a couple months later. You know, I came to my senses, but that is a long time. I feel like eight months. So yeah, I don't know what to, a bit much. I don't know what to tell you to do, but your anxiety is, <laughs> is correct. Is valid. Boyfriend of almost a year says I'm his best friend has never had anyone care about him as much as I do, thinks I'm funny, attractive, intelligent, all the things. He wants to get married, but keeps telling me he isn't sure if he wants to marry me and doesn't know why he feels like that. I'm stupid in love with him and would marry him literally tomorrow. I don't want to give him an ultimatum or a ton of pressure, but how long do I hold out? For a bit more context, I'm almost 26 and he's almost 29. Okay, so they've almost been dating a year. And he, the way that you phrase this, he isn't sure if he wants to marry me, not just like get married, but he doesn't because that's I feel like the usual excuse like, God, oh, they don't know if they want to get married. If he's not sure he wants to marry you. No, I'm so I don't, sorry. I don't think like we always talk about this. We have known several couple couples in real life. This is something that people write into the podcast all the time about is like dating someone for years or something. And the guy normally the guy is like, I just don't know, like. Yeah, I want to get married, but uh, I'm just not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. They break up two months later. He's with someone else and they're getting engaged within two months. Like, that's an exaggeration. Yeah. But I feel like he could just be nervous about commitment and marriage. But uh, I just feel like when someone wants you, they want you. And if he's saying over and over, like, I just don't know if I want to marry you. uh, I don't have a good feeling about it. I feel like it's not your responsibility to wait until he's ready. If you want, if that's something that you want, marriage, that's like your goal. That's what you really want out of dating specifically. Then it's okay to be like, I'm not going to wait around forever for you. Like it's not even an ultimatum, but just being like, I'm going to break up. Like I have to go. Literally, I've got to go. And I've got to go my own way. I wouldn't call that. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I wouldn't call that an ultimatum. No, because you don't make him do anything. You're just like, I can't wait for you. So I got to go. Mm-hmm. Literally. What about us? Yeah, I feel like you what could about definitely. Everything we've been through. What about trust? Also, you could just tell him, I love you and I would marry you, but since you're not sure, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and wait around. Therefore, I feel like it's best if we break up. Yeah. You don't have to say, either marry me or yeah, exactly. don't. Just be like, this is my choice. Take the power back into your own hands. Yeah. Like, I've got to go. Mm hmm. Also, what was I just going to say? Oh, something that I notice specifically from Love Island that some guys do that really bugs me. 
is, and girls do this too, but I mostly see it from guys. They will talk so much about the reason they like someone. And I'm not saying this is what he's saying to you. It just reminded me because you're like, he was saying he, no one's ever cared about him as much as you do. They will like harp on how much, they're like, I like this person so much because of how much they like me, how cool they make me feel, how good they make me feel. They, it's like so focused on what the other person is like doing for them. And it's not necessarily like, I love this person so much because of who they are. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. this person on Love Island, like I guess- Keenan did that a ton, yeah, number Kenan one. Keenan does, oh my gosh. She's like, no one treats me as good as you. It's like, that's that's not the reason. Like a lot of people would treat you good. That's yeah. not the reason to like fall in love with somebody just because they treat you good. You should love them for who they are. Yes. Not, not for what they just do for you. But even Destiny was like, talking she's like I love him because or no I love him but she's like he's here for me and just me like he, his eyes are all on me I'm like that's the only thing you can say about this guy like that you're supposed to be like finding a connection with is that he's here for you like okay what else yeah you have common interests are you guys you have fun do you together? like his sense of humor do you like yeah just him in general do you think he has good qualities yeah. like what else do you like about him I, I completely agree that's actually something I noticed about Keenan even I mean, again, I'm not saying that this girl, that he's saying that, but he was even saying to to KK, like, you're too good for me. Yeah. No one's going to treat me like you do. It's like, okay, so it's, like, it's all about you. Yes. You don't, yeah, care about actually me. No, it's really bad. That's interesting. It is officially mid-summer, you guys. And if you have not taken a summer vacation yet, with summer coming to a close, you know, maybe it's time to take that last minute vacation and we have the perfect destination that we are very familiar with. And that is Newport Beach, California, you guys. Newport Beach is an intimate oasis nestled in coastal Orange County, California with the perfect mix of luxe and charm. There are so many good restaurants and activities and things to do and vibes in Newport Beach, California, you guys. It's so pretty. Um, we have so many favorite, like most of my favorite coffee shops, restaurants are all in this area. You can rent like little Duffy boats in Newport. There are the cutest shops and really delicious restaurants. I did a reel actually working with Newport Beach and I, it was so fun to like put together a bunch of videos of my favorite spots. And it made me realize how absolutely stunning Newport is and just how much it has to offer. I feel like it has something for everyone. If you just want to chill on the beach all day, you know, take a leisurely walk, you can go on the pier. That's, you know, it's got that stuff for you. You can just eat on the beach. Or if you want to go do activities, you can go paddleboarding. You can go in the bay. You can go swimming. You can go, like Jay said, rent the Duffy boat. You can go for a sunset cruise. Like there's so much to do. And the food is just an added bonus, obviously. So discover your perfect summer getaway in Newport Beach, California, where sun-kissed beaches, vibrant coastal luxury, trendy hotspots, and life on the water awaits. Indulge in more getaways, more me time, and more memories. Experience more in Newport Beach this summer. You guys, it starts with a swipe. If you are in your dating era, you got to download Tinder because so many possibilities are just a match away. So it is currently summer, aka uncuffing season, aka the best time to be single, have fun, make some unforgettable memories, and Tinder is here to help you find the perfect partner for those moments. Tinder is the world's most popular dating app. That means the most opportunity to find whatever it is you're looking for. And Tinder has more safety features than any other dating app, which we absolutely love for our Valley girls out there who are going on first dates. We love that there's some safety features. We love that there are lots of safety features in place to keep our gals safe because dating can be chaotic and scary out there. And we just want you to have a good time. Success can mean whatever you want it to mean on Tinder. So there are 1.5 million Tinder users that go on an in real life date every week. Tinder has been around for so long. And I say that because I was once on Tinder long ago before I got married when I was dating. And that was forever ago. So they've been around. They've perfected the craft of the dating app. They're the OGs. Other apps are hard. Tinder is easy and fun. Tinder also just released relationship goals, which is a new status for your profile that shows others what types of connections that you're looking for so you can get your, you know, expectations aligned. Relationship goals is just one of the many features that Tinder has released to make sure you're comfortable on the app. On Tinder, it starts with a swipe. Download Tinder today and explore all of the possibilities for yourself. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Okay, I started talking to this guy from my hometown over the summer. He is so sweet and funny, I think I may have caught feelings for him. However, he goes to college a plane ride away from mine, so we will not be together and summer is over. We said we would still see each other over breaks, but I don't know if I should still explore other people while at school. I also have a feeling he hangs out with a lot of girls romantically at school, lol, and I feel like that's a red flag. How should I go about this? My first instinct is to just, because you're not like in a committed relationship or anything, so it's like you have to just maybe tell him how you feel, but just be like, um... We'll see what happens, but like, you I gotta like live you. your life. Yeah, but you have to go explore other connections romantically, you know, live your life. And then if you see him on breaks and it's just like you guys are inseparable, then it'll happen. Yeah, it will happen if it's gonna happen. Yeah. You guys won't be able to stay away from each other. When you see each other again and you rekindle, it'll be like, oh, okay, wait, we really like each other. Yeah. Because distance makes the heart grow fonder if it's meant to. Yeah, but I also do think that if you have feelings for someone and you wanna like tell them, you should just tell them. Be like, well, um, it sounds like maybe you have if you're like, oh, we'll still talk. But just be honest. Be like, I always appreciate it when people like are appreciated. No one does that to me anymore. But like, even if I didn't reciprocate the feelings, if they just were upfront with how Mm -hmm. they felt, because then you're just both on the same page. You know where each other's at. And it's also nice for you to be able to express like, I know, you know, you may not feel the same, but I've really caught feelings for you. And I really like you. I'm actually really sad that we're going to be going to college. Like I, you know whatever, whatever. Yeah. I still want to keep in touch and Mm -hmm. see what happens. Yeah, for sure. But I do think you should live your life and still go on dates with other guys and hang out. And if you can't stop thinking about him and you guys rekindle and reconnect, then perfect. Agreed. Hey girls, I love you so much and I need your help. How do I tell my boyfriend of six months that I cheated on him? I had a platonic relationship with my coworker and then we kissed. (sighs) I love my BF so much and I want him to hear it from me. But also, if it was that easy for me to cheat, should I just end it now? Okay. See, I don't understand how these things happen. You have a platonic relationship with someone at work, but you just like kiss? My next one's about cheating too. The one or, yeah, my next. uh, Um, Well, yeah, you definitely need to tell him. For sure. That's the only right answer is telling him. And honestly, he's (sighs) probably. When you just said, if it was that easy for me to cheat, should I just end things? I felt like yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Because and also sounds like by asking that you're already probably thinking about it. Exactly. Like if you're considering breaking up with him and you cheated on him, I feel like he can't be yeah. that important. No. I mean, I, I don't get that either. That's what what I'm saying. I always want to know like how yes. it does this like how does it start? Yes. Like, yeah, you're pl- okay, you have a Tell platonic, us everything. Tell us everything. Actually, matter of fact. Someone who has cheated. Yeah. Please write in every detail yes. of how that began. Because please, I'm please, dying I'm to know. begging to know. Because I want every detail of like, okay, you were at work. Mm-hmm. Does it did it happen over months? Yeah. Was it a matter of days? Where were you Where that you were just kissed? You? Like, how do you go from being platonic to kissing? You there's there's like gotta be like a trajectory mm-hmm. where it's like oh we kind of started flirting and then we flirted more for a few weeks you know what I mean yeah like you don't you can't just make the jump like that um, but yeah you definitely gotta yeah. tell him and doesn't sound like you guys are them. meant to be okay this is another one so we can continue the conversation we got cheaters in the building I guess so hey girls I love you if I've cheated in a relationship before does that mean if. I'm oh, like asking like, for allegedly <laughs> Does that mean I'm always going to have it in me and always be a cheater? Oh. Obviously, I have control over my own actions, but people seem to not trust me when I tell them this. I don't, I definitely don't think that you're always going to be like that, especially because it's up to you. Do you believe in once a cheater, always a cheater? You know what? When it comes For to men, men yes. <laughs> when it comes to, you know, the thing I don't is know. That, the thing is that cheating, I tend, honestly, if I'm being completely honest, if I hear someone has cheated, I tend to believe that they're just always kind of going to be a cheater. But well, that's because just cheating natural. stems from something much deeper. I don't know the psychology, but I feel like I'm assuming that it's like it stems from a deep rooted thing within you where you need like or, or maybe you're not getting validation from your current relationship, but you're seeking something. Yes. You are seeking something. Mm-hmm. So it's like until you 
heal that root cause, I feel like yes. Yeah. You will if you're if you're insecure, what, whatever it is that you're seeking, if you don't, I guess, fix that at the root, then I do believe that you could potentially always be seeking yeah. for something else. Yeah. But if you maybe heal that part of you or you kind of identify why you did the things you did, then maybe I think it could be different in the future. Yeah, for sure. You have control. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't change. Mm-hmm. But also don't use that as an excuse of like, oh, now that's just who I am. So I just cheat like... Don't use it as a way to self-sabotage because mm-hmm. that probably is a way that some people like that's their thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you live and you learn, then you'll, you know, you'll make it out. Okay. You'll make it out alive. Yeah. No. Do I think you now you'll are always a cheater? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think you need to label yourself as always a cheater. I think being honest about that is brave though, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a good thing. And I think it's a good sign that you're not like being sneaky. Yeah. If you're telling people you're in a relationship, like I have cheated before. I want you to know that. I would say that's more of a green flag than hiding it. Yeah. Because obviously that means you're somewhat comfortable it's admitting mid-tier. it. Yeah. It's not definitely not a green flag, but it's not a red flag. <laughs> that is a green flag. You've cheated and you admit it. You're awesome. Like if you told him, <laughs> then what's the big deal? What's the big deal? It's fine. I really do think you should just get real with yourself about why that happened in yeah. the first place. Kind of mm-hmm. go down that rabbit hole. Do you need validation from men? Why do you need validation from men? Other people? Are you insecure? Mm-hmm. You know, are you scared of commitment? Why are you scared of commitment? Yeah, just dig deep with that. My husband and I are newly married. We are each other's best friends and we truly are loving this newlywed phase. But as newly married people, we are sometimes bored and broke. Do you guys have any suggestions on some fun, inexpensive date night things? Love you girls and the pod and the whole crew. Oh, that's That's so cute. That just gave me like a serotonin boost. I love that. Leif just showed me a photo today, actually. He was looking in his camera roll for something and he just turns his phone over and shows me photos of my old car. I was speechless. (laughs) My Ultima. This is the car I had for years, okay? Yes, that old thing. No, I was looking at the photos and I was like, wait, 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 wait. My reality has shifted. So, like, <laughs> I was telling life, I'm like, I thought that was the nicest car. Yeah. When I had that car, I was like, my car is very nice. Yeah. That's yeah. what I thought is that I was like bougie. Yeah. Looking at photos of that freaking car. I'm screaming. I was humbled immediately, but I'm like, it's actually so sweet and so cute because I was like so obsessed with my car and appreciative of it Mm -hmm. I loved that car so much and looking back it's just like yeah it does not look nice at all when I'm looking at photos I forgot about that car the point being I was just reminiscing on mine and Leif's like newlywed broke days yeah days when like we shared a car well we shared a car until literally two months ago but honestly (laughs) now that you say that I'm like rethinking my whole life because I feel like the dates that we used to go on when we had no money were so creative and so like thoughtful. And now I feel like we, it's easy to get caught. I'm like, oh, we can just go like do whatever we want. So it's like, oh, like quickies, like let's go here, which I, which don't get me wrong is great. And literally what we dreamed about. But when I look back on the nostalgia of it all, I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Like we would literally just go to Sprouts and like get, what's it called? Like bulk candy mm-hmm. and like measure it to make sure we like weren't spending too much and then go home, like watch a movie on our laptop or something like that. I was going to say that was definitely a go-to is like going to get snacks mm-hmm. at the grocery store and then coming home and watching a movie. I also saw a photo recently. Leif and I had blown up an air mattress. No, I think we moved our actual mattress. Either blew up an air mattress or moved our mattress into the front room and yeah. did like a movie night. Like fun. And I think slept in there too. Like just you know, switch it up. But also I remember doing a date night where you go to a different fast food restaurant for every part of it. So Mm -hmm. you do like, or did I do that with you? I mean, we've done that before. (laughs) I think I, I think I did that with Leif as well, where it's like, like, Oh, two timing us. You go, you know, you get an appetizer. Yeah. AKA like French fries from one place. And then you get the main course from somewhere else. And then you get a dessert from somewhere else. Just drive around Trying to think of what else we used to do. Anything outdoorsy and free that mm-hmm. you want to do? Hike, picnic. Drive somewhere, yeah. Going on a walk. My first dates with Leif, he popped off. Then the effort started to dwindle. <laughs> no, our off. second date was like out of a movie. Yeah, he where popped is off. that? 
Oh, wait, wait. Where's that energy? Yeah, yeah. Where is that energy? I'll be asking him when I get home. Oh, yeah. I'm mad. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad now. Um, what was your second date? Oh, the, the, the balloons dart and the darts. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, I've already probably told this, but there, we had canvases. It was a double date with Conan Ali, his brother, and his wife. And I wonder how much Ali was involved in planning that now that I'm thinking about that. She's like, I did the whole thing. She's like, yeah, it was me. I want to put it past. It was my idea. But basically we had two canvases, like each couple had a canvas Mm -hmm. and it looked like just a white canvas. Okay. And there were balloons on it filled with paint. Yeah. And then we threw darts at the balloons. And so then when we would hit them, it would like become a painting kind of like the paint would, you know, fall down, trickle down, whatever, and like create a painting. Then at the very end, the the boys went up to the canvas and they had put white tape on the canvas before yeah. of our initials. So it said like JL on it or whatever on ours. But we I didn't know that because it, yeah. it was white tape on a white canvas. Mm-hmm. So then there's paint everywhere. So then when they ripped off the tape, it said Ew. our initials on it. We love a good reveal at the end. Yeah, <laughs> we love a reveal. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cute. And we like took a photo next to it. And then Leif posted it on Instagram, which I feel like is unheard of. Second date, posting me on the that on is. the feed. Yeah, that posting is. Posting me on the feed. Yeah. Wow. And he, the caption of it was like in French. Mm-hmm. Like he was jokingly being like, oh, this is our painting called Je Moss, whatever. And he, and he did, it started with a J and the next letter started with an L because it was like our initials. Yeah. So he's like, our, our painting, Je whatever, La Tour, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't know each other that well. It was our second date. But we obviously liked each other. We were just like having fun. And then I Google translated it later, like on my own accord. I was like, does that actually mean something? Or did he just like pull random? Is that even a word? Yeah. So I Google translated it on my phone and it said the best by far. So Or cute. the best so far. Yeah. And later, like months into dating, I was like, okay, wait, when you did that, were you just, you just picked a random thing? And he was like, eh. I was like kind of trying to be cute. Like you're the best so far. Like So cute. I'm like, also, how did he know where that? Where is this creativity now? Literally lining it up with our initials yeah. in French. Yeah. How did you translating? I'm like, wow. Yeah. yeah. I'll be getting in a fight tonight. Yeah. Hmm. Don't even start. No, what's that? That is so creative. You can't that's so creative. And and the effort is unmatched. Unmatched. Yeah. Yeah. I've got some things to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But really, I always think about that. I'm like, but I, I when have you to say used the same. to like, oh yeah, I, I, sure. have I don't to do take a thing. accountability. I don't do a thing. <laughs> I don't do a thing. I'm like, I used to probably do so many more like cute, sweet things for yeah. him. Stay tuned for what I can pull together. It's Leif's birthday in like three days, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I haven't I planned a thing. I haven't planned a thing. I know. I take accountability. I feel like every. Last year, I did go ham on his birthday. I'm still tired. Yeah, okay? that's what I was gonna say. I went ham You're for recovering. the 30th. I'm recovering still. It took yeah. me a year. Definitely. I'm kidding. I know. I feel like when, uh, never mind. I'm just going to say, I feel like when <laughs> men give effort, it's great, but it's like, this is literally the bare minimum. Just in, in general. Yeah. I'm like, oh, when they plan. I know. I know. When they plan a single date. Yeah. Because I was going to say, no, I can think of sometimes, like lately, Nick has planned a date that I'm like, wait, that's so thoughtful and so cute. I'm like, that should be the norm. I know. I know. What really is bare minimum? Because I feel like we give men in general so many Passes, but I don't, I in do a not way. plan cute, thoughtful Exactly. Days. I will say that. So it's like, you have to be aware, self-aware enough to be like, okay. Because even if I'm like, hmm, Leif, I'd love it if you like plan something or get me something, surprise, whatever. But then I reflect and I'm like, I haven't done a single thing for a Yeah, lately. and I, I do feel like there is like beauty in the season that you're in. It's like, yeah. you always look back on past times differently. Like me, even me saying that about the like candy and like the movies, like that was such a fun time. That was like when we were in our early twenties, we were barely married. We had literally no responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And now it's like our life looks differently, different. but this is like such a fun season in and of itself. Like it's so special and you know, yeah. once in a lifetime. So yeah, they, it doesn't always have to look the same. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. I need to think about more date. I know. Date I was just thinking like, dang, I really need to step up my game. Because I, I firmly believe that some of the most fun dates and things truly require no money. Mm-hmm. Like there Definitely. are so many things you can do that are so fun that just driving around and even that example. Also find maybe not free, but like Groupons. Like you can get Groupons very for cheap. escape rooms or something like that. And they're mm-hmm. pretty cheap. You could do like a couple's massage. Yeah. True. You could visit Newport Beach. <laughs> so expensive. <laughs> 
I know. There, there are lots of lots of things. Also, Google. You should literally Google like free date ideas or cheap date ideas, and there Google has tons of stuff. Yeah. that you can reference. Okay, I dated my brother's best friend for three years until we broke up because he was cheating. Slay. My brother is still best friends with him and hangs out slash posts with him all the time. Bye. Part of me is so angry and embarrassed that my brother doesn't give a single F, but I also feel like I did it to myself by dating one of his friends. Do you think I have the right to be mad? I love you guys so much. Thank you for keeping me laughing through my flop era. That's so Uh, annoying. I hate I would hate (laughs) if my older brothers, but again, it's like, maybe they were friends first and that's like their best friend and then you date them and then they cheat on you, but- you don't, maybe give your brother a little credit. Maybe ask him like, why do you do that? Like, he really hurt me. Maybe your brother has literally like dug into him and been like, dude, that was so messed up. And now they've made up, you know, men. It's like they get, they, they just get over Forgive stuff. each other so fast, you know? So maybe they, he's like, well, I did protect you. And I did, you know, talk to him, talk to him, but he's my friend. Like, I'm not going to just not talk to him now, but I would be uh, expecting him to not talk. That's a tough one. But I also feel like my brother would probably never allow me to date his friend. In general. That's, that's a tough one. I feel like you have the right to be mad. And I feel like you should talk to your brother. Like you should confront him and be like, it's it her makes older me mad. Brother? Yeah. Or I guess it didn't say. It just says my brother. If it's your older brother, there is a birthright that he has to protect you. And so that's messed up. Yeah, you I need to literally, if- I expect like everything from my older brothers in terms of protection. And if they don't live up to that, I'm like, you, that's your birthright. What are you doing? Yeah, I definitely think that you should say something to him. It's your brother. I feel mm-hmm. like. Get in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> fight with him. No, but at least get it off your chest. Like that actually makes me so mad that you do that because do you know what he did to me? Like. Yeah, maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he doesn't know the extent of it. Maybe tell him all the, you know, the deets because yeah. that's annoying. Yeah. And maybe he's just, maybe you have a jerky older brother. Potentially. That would suck. Some some brothers are jerks, but hopefully they get over it at some point. I feel like my older brothers would have probably like poked fun at me for it. Like, well, you shouldn't have dated my brother to my face, but then to their friend, they friend. would be like, yeah. yeah, to the friend that I dated, they would be like mad and actually probably not talk to them anymore. Mm. But that's just, that was my sibling relationship. I feel like where they would, I would be like, cool. They don't even care because they would be making fun of me for it in person, but then behind, you know, that's how siblings do it. It's like, I make fun of you. I'm the only one that's allowed to be mean to you. Mm -hmm. Everyone else, if they're mean to you, they're dead to me. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is my last one. My wedding is next month, and I am scared that it won't live up to the best day of my life idea that I have in my head. I know it'll be so fun, but I feel like I'm going to get the post-wedding blues because it wasn't as magical as I was hoping. Any advice? Dang, that is... A very high expectation. Well, the fact <laughs> you're already prepping for it. <laughs> I know. Is like maybe kind of good. Because oh. maybe now you know it's not going to live up to the hype. Yeah. So maybe get comfortable with that idea. Yeah, I was going to say, it's just always good to have low expectations. Not low standards, low expectations. And expect nothing. Nothing too magical. Yeah, because then mean, you're open to whatever. You can be excited about it. But the, but the thing keeping... is when you have expectation, it means you have like attachment to things. It, it stops you from being open to experiences. So if you have an attachment to it, what's probably going to happen is the first thing that goes semi-wrong, it's going to, you're going to have like a, uh, what's Spiral. it called? Confirmation bias. Like, of course, I knew it. I knew that this day was not, it was going to be ruined by something. You know, your mom spills something or mm-hmm. yeah, one of your bridesmaids does something weird. Then you're going to focus on that because you're going to be like, I knew it. Like, I knew that your brain's going to try and prove it to you that it's not going to be perfect. But if you have no expectations, no attachments to anything, you're going to be open. You're going to see more of the good that happens. So therefore, you're going to have a better attitude about it. That's just Mm -hmm. science, baby. Yeah. I don't know the solution because I feel like that's easy to say and much harder to practice the art of completely detaching Mm -hmm. from something. So maybe just lean into being like, yeah, it might not be the most magical day of my life. That's fine. Yeah. Like, I think expecting anything to be the best thing of your entire yeah. life is just like your recipe for recipe disaster. for disappointment. For sure. It, it still could be such an amazing day and maybe it will be the best day of your life, but maybe it won't. And either way, it's still going to be a great day. Just yeah. don't put like all the pressure of the world on it, yeah. which I think is easier said than done. You can think of it as going to be a, like a great day, but 
best day of your life. That's really, I actually that's also don't, bringing comparison I into it. I was going to say, would I consider my wedding the best day of my life? I don't know. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, I would like, say it's yes, like up there. On principle, like because I got to marry Leif, but honestly, feelings, I don't remember much the from high anything. Of so. My wedding day, I would say, was like one of the best days of my life. Like the yeah, high that I felt. Because everything's about you, but yeah. I'm, I guess I'm just saying, like, looking back, I'm not, like, even attached to, like, that day. I just want to relive that day. It's like, oh, yeah, it was yeah. it was special. It was perfect. But, like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. What other like, day no was needs the best to... day of your life? Hmm. Mm, none that I can think of. Because I feel like the best days of your life are the days that you're, like, I was just, like, on a high all day. Like, something amazing happened, and I was just, like, riding this high. Where I went to bed, I was just like, that was the best day. I can remember those in the moment, but not in hindsight. Yeah. That's that's the thing, is I think that my wedding day was definitely like a high, high, I'm saying anxiety, but I meant adrenaline. Like, <laughs> it's like you're, um, yeah, just riding a high all day. Because mm -hmm. it's like, it's all about you. It's, you yeah. feel pretty, you feel excited, you're in love. Like, yes. So I, I believe that I did feel that in the moment, but it's hard for me to like, honestly... Remember. remember it like I'm even thinking even certain days of us going on tour I remember having a similar yeah. like high feeling where it's like oh my gosh I'm on a high of like we're in front of this crowd and mm -hmm. we're with all these people that we love and like we're telling stories and we're laughing and we're traveling it's so fun but even now I'm like I almost can't even remember it yeah you know what I'm saying yeah for sure like I can't like capture the the feeling I can't really remember the feeling hmm. I wish I kept a journal because then I would really know yeah I know I, wonder, I feel like I kept a journal of my wedding day. I wonder where that is. Probably buried somewhere. I, know, I wonder if I did. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Or it's in my notes, but probably not. Well, that was my last one. Okay, here's my last one. My boyfriend is great to me. He's loyal, kind, caring. Oh, but, no. What's next? <laughs> but I have no spark with him. Oh, bye. I, <laughs> I also feel like I'm his mom because we lack intimacy. Not just bedroom kind, just genuine intimacy. Bye. Everyone tells me to be with him because he's so good to me and we can grow through our relationship. But I'm 30 and I feel like there's someone else out there for me. But I feel so bad breaking his heart. And and what if he's supposed to be the person for me that I'm supposed to work through it with? Okay. You need no. to break up with him immediately because you'll have clarity if he is. Yes. If you break up and like... You'll miss him so bad. And yeah, you'll be like, oh, dang. Oh my gosh. I, I was just in a bad headspace. Like, I got to go. I got to get him back. But you have to break up with him. You just have to. I'm sorry. Uh, Do not hold me. Do not give me any liability for that. But I, my opinion is you need to break up with him. Because again, if you're only set on how he makes you feel, what he does for he's a good person to you. There's plenty of people that will do that. There's plenty of people that will do that. And that you can grow with. There's so many people that you could find that with. If you don't have basic intimacy, not even like, oh, our bedroom intimacy is not that great or not. Regular intimacy of like. You don't get each other. You don't have a spark at all. No, it's and, a no from me. Yeah, and your boyfriend and sad, girlfriend right now? I'm like, I don't mean to make it sound easy. Like, I'll just break up with them. Like, you're no, 30. No, it's going to be devastating. It's going to be so sad. But I feel like life is way too short to be like, if you're already feeling that. Yeah. Imagine the regret you're going to feel in like 10 years. Yeah, you have to. You got to break up. Yeah, it's going to suck. It's literally going to be devastating. If you have the feeling For already, you. you're not even married and you have the feeling there's someone else better out there for me. Immediately yeah. goodbye. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm wishing you the best though, because I know yeah. that's really hard. It really sucks breaking up with someone. Like it is the worst. It is gut wrenching. Oh, it's gut wrenching. But you can do it. Yeah, you can do it. And you'll be better off for it. Mm -hmm. You'll right, probably right have like a big like relief. Just you'll feel so much relief right afterwards. You'll feel sad, but relief. Mm -hmm. You should write back into the podcast in a few years when you've secured the bag. Your soulmate. <laughs> and the yeah. bag. Yeah. And, and then tell us what happened. In 10 years, she's like, I'm lonely. I miss him. And he married someone else. <laughs> and they have a beautiful family together. Amazing. <laughs> We're wishing the best for you, though. For real. Because, you know, you know, you might break up and you might be like, that was the worst decision ever. I need to get back with him. And then you'll have clarity and you'll know. But mm -hmm. you'll never know if you don't yeah, try. Exactly. I love giving seasoned relationship advice from... The perspective of marrying our husbands at 21 and me having little to no dating experience. I know. That's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> I know. Oh, I you feel guys like I exactly have like weird. Of I have very weird dating. Like 
history where I feel like I was like fast track dating where I, when I think about it, I'm like, I feel like I dated so many people. I went on so many dates, but in such a short amount of time. And maybe that's just like Utah life. Mm-hmm, but definitely. I literally, I felt oh so, ex- I felt so, and I was 20 years old when I got engaged and I was like, phew, like, I don't have to do this dating thing anymore. And I was 20 years old and I was literally exhausted from dating. <laughs> I literally cried. I was like, I'm so happy. I don't have to go on any more dates. Like, this oh is gosh, amazing. We have all, op- I didn't go on, like, I didn't go on very many dates, truthfully. Really? I feel like you went on like a good amount, maybe. Can't remember any of them, so. No. Honestly. Yeah. I feel like I was you, way You didn't more, live in Utah long enough. I feel like I was way more of a relationship person. Like, I just liked to... Once I found someone that I liked, it's like, I just yeah. want to be with you and hang out with you. Like, I don't want to go on dates with all yeah, these random people. For sure. Yeah. But I had committed to being in my hoe era right before I met Leif. Like, yeah. no, I didn't call it the hoe era back then. But I was like, oh, I just want to like not, I actually kind of didn't want to date. But I was just like in this era of like, oh, I don't care. And I'll just, sure, I'll go on dates with people. But I don't want to yeah. be in a relationship whatsoever. Yeah. Which is the classic thing people say. And I know that doesn't always work like that. But yeah, literally I met him like a week after that. I was like, okay. You've ruined my plans. Yeah. He really foiled my plan there. That is funny. But it's okay. Yeah. I would love to give some dating stories if I could ever remember them. Maybe I need to like go into hypnotherapy and remember all my remember them dating yeah, experiences. You probably, yeah, you went on lots of dates with like Maybe not different people, though. Just lots of, like, the same people mm-hmm. if you're in relationships, so. And I always broke up with them. Yeah. I don't think I— You've never uh, been broken I up with? I don't think I've ever been broken up with. Actually, kind of. Oh, my no. high school, My high school boyfriend, kind of. But then we got back together two seconds later. And I feel like it was always— Well, that still kind of counts. Being broken up with, like, the feeling of the humbleness I, I that you think, gain from I being broken up with I or rejected. I remember that feeling— have you never been rejected by a guy? Like, I'm scared of you, actually. No, I told you. I don't let myself. This is like my toxic trait back then. Oh, oh yeah. I yeah, wouldn't yeah. even let myself get close. If I if I got even the slightest, slightest inkling like, oh, they might not be into me, I would immediately reject yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even let myself get to the point where I was vulnerable enough to be rejected. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Like, if I, if I went on a date with someone and I couldn't read it, I would literally just like never text really? them back. I was like, I'm not giving you the chance. Please. Which is we not love good. Yeah. No, I mean, I was good. the opposite. I was like Miss Desperate Deborah. <laughs> I would literally like be texting guys multiple times like, okay, this is, if, the, if they reject me this third time, like, okay, they really mean it. They Please. really mean the But rejection. see, I admire the boldness. I feel like I, I was too like almost scared of getting rejected. Like I didn't want to feel that feeling. So I just wouldn't even go there. Yeah. You know what I mean? That makes sense. But to each their own. You know, there's no perfect dating history. It's like there's no perfect course where it's like, okay, you have to date this many people. And then once you've dated well enough, then you can meet the person. It's like actually a lot of the most successful relationships I know, they literally have never dated anyone else in their entire life. Yeah, true. And some people, they date a million people and they find love with their life when they're 40 years old. It's like not me just remembering that Leif literally (laughs) dumped me for his ex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the biggest culprit of all. He humbled you. Okay. He humbled We're good. Me We're safe. I was quickly. getting a little scared that you've never been that because hum- getting broken up with or rejected is, is like humbling. The mo- it's like ego death. Yeah. You're like, oh like, my you don't God. see potential. You don't want to be with like I repulse you. That's what I think <laughs> when someone rejects me. Like I repulse you. So you true. don't want to look at me. You don't want to talk to me. Oh my gosh. Just think I'm about just how you feel when you want to reject someone. It's like, oh no. <gasps> that's how someone feels about you. It's like so oh humbling. Gosh. It's it's just a, a part of life that you have to go through. Going back to when Leif freaking, oh my gosh, when he went back to his ex, like I'm just now remembering that conversation. <laughs> and like, I forgot, I forgot that actually. I was so, I was actually like, I was so fake. No, but like I was, I was trying so hard to be like cool. Yeah. Like cool about it because yeah. I didn't, we didn't know each other honestly that well and we weren't officially dating. Yeah. So it's not like he actually, we were boyfriend and girlfriend, he broke up with me. It was just like, oh, we were getting to know each other. It was going really well. And then he ended this things. happened. And I remember saying to him, like, like acting like it was no big deal, number one, to his face. Yeah. Being like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> and saying, <laughs> It's a win-win situation. Like, if you want to go back to someone else, yeah. I wouldn't want to be with you because 
why would yeah. I want to be with you when you're thinking about someone else? Then you go home and, and cry. If, yeah. And if you go back to her and you realize like it's not what you thought, then that's also a win. Yeah. I remember saying that to him going home and being devastated. Exactly. Yeah. And never letting him see the hurt. No, don't let him see And you crack. know he came crawling back. Yeah. Because you played it cool. That's right. Always repress your emotions, ladies. <laughs> never let him see you sweat. But I do think part of that was the amount of time we'd been. It was not long enough for me to be like sobbing or something. It was like, okay, we've known each other for a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's what more, am I that, going to do? That's a natural reaction to be like, hold it together. Yes. I've done that. Like you're getting broken. You're like, I don't care. Yeah, and you can fine. go inside and you're like, uh, you're like sliding down the door. You're just like, oh my gosh. And I would give him, I think I've said this on the podcast too, but I would give him, he'd have time frames in my mind where I'm like, yeah, if he does not talk to me within this amount of time, because he was still kind of like, bouncing between like he's like I still want to talk and I was like mm, I don't know about that one yeah. I don't know about still talking while you're with yeah, your ex I don't know about that he, he was like trying to be like oh we'll see what I think and I'm like mm, um, no you no. don't have both of us yeah. so you can go I'm not back about and, to be a love triangle lad no 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 you can go back and figure that out and I would have in my head I was like if he doesn't text me by this day like it's done that day at 9 p.m he'd be like hey like just wanted, I'm like, hmm, okay, he hit the deadline. And then yeah, like, there were multiple other on. deadlines that he hit within literally He's hours lucky. that I had set. And I was like, okay, maybe it's fate. We it love was. that. And they lived happily ever after. Nice. Slay. Big slay. Well, thank you guys for writing in for advice. Because as you know, we give the best advice in the whole entire world. Mm-hmm. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Get ready for our episode on Tuesday discussing lots and lots of different things. If you have not already given a rating and review to the podcast, we appreciate them so much, especially on Spotify. It's incredibly easy. You literally just click one button and it helps the podcast out a lot. So if you enjoy the podcast, please click the little rating button. We'd really appreciate it. Go check out our summer merch. If you're interested, we're already working on fall merch, you guys. We're on our grind. That'll be linked in the show notes. We love you guys so much. And that's That's what what we said. said. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.